Good morning. You're listening to Morning Musings on Divine Mercy Radio with Matthew Hogan. And now, here's Matthew. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Morning Musings. My name is Matthew Hogan, and today I'm joined by Father Sean Kilcally, who is going to be speaking at the upcoming men's conference here in the Diocese of Salina. So excited to have him on, and I would like to just get started by having him introduce himself. Thanks, Matthew. It's great to be with you. So my name is Father Sean Kilcally. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Lincoln, Nebraska, and just celebrated 18 years as a priest, which is hard to believe. And for about two, the last 10 years, I'd been the director of the Office for Family Life within the diocese, and now I am a pastor in two small towns just outside of Lincoln at St. Leo's Catholic Church in Palmyra and St. Martin's Catholic Church in Douglas, Nebraska. 18 years. Wow. Congratulations. And thanks. So what got you started on that journey initially? Yeah. So vocation stories are so interesting because they're always evolving. Like, and the way that I've told my story, it's just changed so much over the years. But initially, I grew up in Michigan and I'm from a blended family. My father is an Irish immigrant who, you know, was married for the first time in Ireland and had three children in that marriage. So I have a sister, Donna, who grew up in Europe her entire life, a sister, Jacqueline, who grew up in the United States, and a brother, Mark, who grew up in the United States. And then my father and, and their mother were divorced early on. And, and then my father sort of moved around the country and lived in different places and ended up moving to Michigan. And so my mother grew up in Michigan and she also got married quite young. So around 1973, my dad and my mom met and they got married and I was born. And then about two weeks before I turned two years old, my mother passed away from cancer. And so then my dad married a third time to my stepmom and had another two daughters and a son. So my younger siblings, Sarah, Katie, and Kevin. And then when I was a sophomore in college, they also got divorced. So I always have a joke I used to say like that uh, that's how I became the family life office director for my diocese. But it is the family that God gave me and it's the family our Lord called me out of. And, and it's a family that they really, you know, gave me a lot of experiences that our Lord has redeemed in my life. And so growing up, I was always aware that I had a mom who died and that she was in heaven and had this desire to know her and that desire to know her, maybe it just helped me to pay a little bit more attention at Mass. I used to love when the priest did Eucharistic Prayer 1 because there's an explicit place where we kind of pause to pray for all those who have died and and that was kind of a special time that I would pray for my mother. And so that desire on my heart or the question on my heart kind of entered in from a young age when I was about seven. And then in high school, I got really involved in youth ministry. In that context, I, I sort of had this experience of encountering God's love in community. And that was when I first felt God calling me to the priesthood. But at that time, in the diocese I grew up in, they weren't really encouraging younger vocations. So after high school, I went to college at the Military Academy at West Point. I studied Arabic and Middle Eastern studies, always with this kind of background that I felt like God wants me to be a priest, but it's just not time yet. Was I graduated in 1996. I was an infantry officer in the Army for three years on active duty. I went to airborne school and ranger school and served as a rifle platoon leader, battalion support platoon leader. And then I was in the operations office for air, kind of planning like deployments and and kind of helicopter landing zones, pickup zones, things like that. And then around 1999, I, I just 
felt like I was at a point where I needed to ask again about going to the seminary as soon as possible. And at that time, really all the doors opened right away. I remember being on this drive down to see my brother in Florida. I was driving back, just kind of crying out to God, like, what do you want me to do? And I just heard him say pretty distinctly, like, I still want you to be a priest. And then that week I asked my chaplain about the possibilities of getting out of the army early to go to the seminary and like two days later the priest recruiter for the army was on our base and i met with him and he gave me all the paperwork i needed and and then again our lord just kept opening doors and so i left active military service in 1999 and entered the seminary for the diocese of lincoln really because there was a priest who became my spiritual director in kentucky that was friends with a lot of priests from lincoln and i just sort of interpreted that as as god's providence and i've been here ever sense. So that's that's kind of the well like shortened version of how I got here. That's actually a powerful story. And thank you for your service. Well, we're at it too. So and so how did you get into speaking then? Because from what I've heard and done research on, you speak all across the country nowadays at all kinds of different events. Yeah, I do. And it's it's just a it's just a, been a blessing. And so so in two thousand eight it was time for me to really I thought I was gonna go back on active duty in the military. And I went to my bishop and I asked him permission to go back into the army and he sort of counter offered with going to graduate school. And so I ended up going to the John Paul II Institute for Marriage and Family Studies in Rome. And that was a time in my life where our Lord was really purifying my vocation and our Lord was relentlessly just working on healing a lot of the wounds in my own heart. And I think a lot of us might have this experience where we might grow up in an atmosphere that that it isn't the ideal that the church teaches about love, marriage, and family life. And um, and then when we hear the church's teaching and the beauty of the church's teaching, it can be like a light that shines on all of the dark places, right? And, and kind of, I remember just being in grad school and having these classes on motherhood and fatherhood and sonship and, and just feeling like really agitated in my heart and it and it actually it became a time of great suffering and and just an awareness that that there was something that wasn't quite right in my experience and and I was having this difficulty in living into the truths that we teach and so so really after about 3 years of grad school I ended up in a place where I had to go to my bishop and and ask his permission to go to counseling because I just knew there was something that wasn't right in my experience and in my heart, but I, I wasn't able to identify it. And he was very gracious. And then that summer, I... I kind of began, it was like the beginning of the beginning of the beginning of a great time of healing in my own life. And I'll tell more of that story at the men's conference. But at the end of the day, it was it was a time where I was just able to integrate and live into to the things that I, the truths that I was learning, which has always been important to me that if the church teaches something, it has to be true. And if it's true, it has to be possible. And then I became the director of the Office for Family Life. I I started to give conferences for parents on protecting children from pornography because it is like the most obvious thing that gets in the way of, of the truths that we teach. And, and as a church, like we're in the business of helping sinners to turn away from sin and embrace the gospel. And so as I started to give those conferences or then formed a 
partnership with Covenant Eyes, and then and then they came in for a consultation here in our diocese and listened to me give one of these presentations, and then they started recommending me as a speaker at various conferences. And really, the one opportunity that came up was it was the Focus Seek conference that was in San Antonio, and I can't remember the year even anymore. It might have been like 2013 or 2014. And I did the chaplain's track and just kind of giving talks on how to accompany people who are seeking to break free from compulsive sexual behaviors. And so the first day, there was a pretty good crowd. The second day, there was like even more people came. The third day, there were people sitting on the floor. So like word started spreading. And and then from there, I started getting a lot of invitations from different dioceses to do formation for clergy. And really my favorite things are doing formation for clergy, seminary, and other people in leadership positions in the church. And just trying to share from my own experience and expertise just best practices for, for preaching the gospel and, and helping people to find freedom. So, so yeah, there's, there's probably a million ways to tell that story too, but the, the most simple way is just the Holy Spirit kept opening doors, and now I find myself where I am today. The men's conference will be Saturday, August 12th, from 8 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. at the Immaculate Heart Mary Parish in Hayes. We will now return to the Sunrise Morning Show.